nothing better to start off your day than episode 7 of the hugely uploaded Ball is Bay podcast. Welcome one and two and three and four of our listeners back to this exploration of the NBA which might soon become a ranting session for my thunder woes. This week's podcast has been delayed due to reasons like general lethargy and kernel drinking. But please say hello once again to your host Ashwin and my chief talker Vineet Devaya. If his responses this week seem slower than normal, uh, it's just because I sent him the script just now and like he had no time to I prepare. I don't for prepare all of for this what podcast, Ashwin. Stop sending me <laughs> notes and and things we have to discuss. <laughs> all right, now that uh, I've made that clear. All right, Vineet, how 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 has your how has your week been? Please. The week's viewers. been great. It's been snowing here in Luxembourg, mm. uh, and I'm enjoying the snow. And today it was sunny, so it was great. So all, all you know, that's good weather. Yeah. I'm in upbeat mood. Work is okay. Uh, basketball's okay. Yeah, it's it's just been a good week. Uh, I didn't do anything much apart from work, as as you know, every all of our listeners know. You got to work to pay the bills. Yes, sir. Work yeah. to pay the bills. Uh, I think there is no other way for me to start this session other than ranting about the Thunder's yes, post. Uh, losing to losing to the Brooklyn Nets and then now to Charlotte Hornets. I mean, come on, man. You can't lose to the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, this is just ridiculous. It, it was one of the worst third quarters that I've seen played by Thunder. And yet, Billy Donovan... He, he felt that the offense was doing great. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, it's a game of offense and defense. You can't just say offense played well, fine. But like, like what, what do you think that a change in coaching is required? Because I feel that sometimes some personalities cannot be handled by a coach who, who has no experience in this. I mean, I remember that Billy Donovan was a Florida Gators coach. I think he did great there. But... In the NBA, when you have three all-stars there, do you, do you think? I mean, I, I, I haven't been coached as much as you probably have. And so I, I don't know how coaching affects good players or great players or how coaching affects people's egos. What do you think about, you know, maybe, do you think maybe a coaching change is what is required for the Thunder? I don't know if, if the co- coaching change is required, but I do know that coach mm-hmm. really matters. Like, for example, when I was when I used to play for my school and college, uh, I had both of those times I had really, really good coaches and I really wanted to play for them. Uh, I was mm-hmm. they were smart. They 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 made you do the right things. They they ran plays for you uh, and you're constantly learning from them. Right. So I think that was very important. And they. When but when I reached university, I just stopped playing basketball because I hated the coach. Wow! I just just despised the guy and, uh, you know, I mean, I used to I, I used to go for for you know for the warm ups, but I would just refuse to do any warm ups or warm downs, and I would just play the game and go back. And he used to hate it, uh, but then I was also like one of the best players, so he couldn't really do anything but then what happened so the first year i played for the university and i was kind of the the main guy and then the next year uh there was a national level player joined our our university Mm -hmm. so he kind of became the main player so i just stopped going to play (laughs) and uh you know and it, it didn't seem like it was much of a 
or much of an issue and i just just i just hated the the coach uh so i do think coaching does matter and uh and at that level and with those kind of egos uh it it matters even more mm-hmm. uh, i think a lot of coaching is is less about how to play the game but how to sort of uh conduct yourself and and yeah conduct yourself be professional like sort of put those kind of ethics into you rather than run this play run that play you know do this do that cuz almost most of basketball is very instinctive and uh you know uh, so i think definitely the coach is important i i don't know if if the if the thunder thunder's problem is billy donovan but uh probably it is one of the problems uh, yeah what i mean i i have i remember reading that article of yours where you compared you know hiring practices at your company and at the spurs i mean it's kind of a parallel that you were trying to draw where you mentioned that you know when you if you get the right people for the job then it becomes less of a managing people but more of telling them that this is the vision of convincing them of the vision do you think do you, yeah do you think that maybe they have uh, got the wrong people and are trying to fit an image onto probably the wrong wrongly hired professionals so to say yeah absolutely i mean we i mean that we already know is that you know the three players that exist mm-hmm. are are just they, they don't naturally coexist right and uh the second problem really is that we <clears throat> there is this sentiment that paul george is going to the lakers and so for for carmelo he's just like why must i put the effort to even change everything for the fact that this guy is going to go and paul george also doesn't seem like he's playing at the at the level that he can play uh i you know the, the two or three thunder games i watched like they just don't seem that active as much as they would when it was their team or uh when they were sort of the main mm-hmm. person and this puts a lot of pressure on both billy donovan as well as russell because russell is trying to win basketball games but then he also has to make the team work and uh so it's just it's just a really bad chemistry there i think uh they should let go of paul george and just tell him listen if you're not signing just go sign with the lakers get the hell out of okc and uh, try to sign up carmelo for a longer period and i, I don't think work. signing carmelo on for long term is the right solution at all cuz carmelo anthony at this age he's not the fastest he's not the fittest he can't jump the highest he and i mean he's mostly becoming a spot up shooter i would trust him more as a spot up shooter than as someone who can get his own shot i mean even though i'm not i'm just talking about present carmelo anthony i'm not talking about like carmelo anthony the all star right now he is not no, at all at an all star level right now he is not at all fit he can't do the things that he used to do he is fat and he's <coughs> fat it's true he's fat and he is not at all mo- he doesn't first of all like even before no, any of this he is, is like, not who, who, he is a liability on defense the thing is you you can't trade him right you can just let him go man like please leave okay go show him the door and then Come what then you again no. left with left with russell westbrook and a bunch of nobodies no you have still have paul george i'm talking about this season paul george is going to the lakers this. let him go next year man let him go next year uh, this that, experiment you see that's the problem experiment is though, not, right? like, but this experiment is not working right As, this experiment but, is not working because everybody knows paul george is leaving next year and once you know that then no one wants to try like you know an experiment is only useful when 
there is a possibility that Paul George is going to stay. But if the Lakers already, if there is an you know, what you would call as like already a sentiment that Paul George is going to mm. leave, I see no point for anyone to be trying. And that's why I don't think anyone is trying. The only person I see trying is Steven Adams. Because uh, he just got a huge contract and he's got to, he's got to live yeah. up to it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, plus he gets a lot of open shots. I think the I think you know the Thunder need to make a decision of either leaving Paul George or getting rid of Carmelo. But I think it's a safer bet for them to let go of Paul George because Paul George is anyway going to the Lakers. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, and Paul somehow George is anyway try to retain retain Carmelo, ideally by not paying him too much, but maybe for like a two year deal or something like that. So at least you have two key pieces. Maybe mm-hmm. the one and three or the one on four piece, and then you can basically get in mm. uh, the two, three, and you know that kind of stuff. So I think that's that's good. All right. Uh, speaking about like coaching, anyway, like like we say, uh, you like when Cleveland plays, LeBron James, you know, kind of decides that he is the coach. Like if he doesn't like a play, he has the full green flag to you know like go do his own thing. Yeah. So I. I do feel that sometimes coaches get like more, uh, what is the word for it? More of a, as in they, they are said to be the reason for the victory sometimes. They're given more credit. They're given more credit for a team going on a winning streak or something like that. Mm-hmm. But when do you think a coach's job becomes difficult? Like when it's, you know, when it's a chemistry issue or when it's just that the people are there, but they cannot seem to gel together, as in they don't see a vision. Man, that's tough. I think I think I think chemistry is more difficult to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the vision comes from top to down, right? Like, what are you trying to do? Uh, what are the goals and all that stuff? But I think if chemistry is really bad, I just uh-huh. I really I really think that's like a bigger problem. Uh, even I have seen that within our companies that sometimes, you know, we have people who, you know, they're really, really talented and they do really well, but they're just not, they're not the right fit for, for the, for our company. And, mm-hmm. and that becomes over time, over a period of time, it becomes a problem and, you know, effectively they are, their amazingness is reduced to nothing because they're unable to perform to the best of their abilities because of the chemistry issues within the team and trust mm-hmm. issues within the team so i think that's more more of a problem okay all right uh let's get to something lighter now uh, this is just this prediction prediction time yes just prediction, prediction time. time prediction right. time <laughs> yeah uh the 2003 draft class which had lebron and uh, carmelo and d wade and uh, chris bosh the first person to who eventually ended up winning a ring was someone on the Detroit team. I think it was someone, uh, Darko Salic, uh, Darko okay. Mertic, uh, someone like that. I don't know. Uh, okay, anyway, so for this draft draft class, it's also got a lot of promise, like, you know, ben, Markel Fultz and this rookie class at least has got Ben Simmons and all of these people. Who do you legitimately see, you know, having a ring on their hand first and you can't uh, use the warriors one because we have banned them from this podcast oh come on that's the that's the uh, most no, obvious y- thing you know yeah I but think. no 
no that's not a ring for them <laughs> well if it's not uh, so you just not have Jordan to look at team yeah there is there's mm. no there's no uh, there's no team that really is going to win the championship other than warriors cleveland or maybe houston maybe maybe mm-hmm. uh, so if there is a rookie in any of these they are going to win at first i think for the next 3 or 4 years i think after that maybe the boston celtics have a chance if they continue uh-huh. to play the way they are playing and then i think uh the guy jason tatum uh, can 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 win it but that's it. i i just don't see any other team in the next 3 or 4 years yeah Uh, but what if i ask you which rookie mm. from this class will be the first nba finals mvp like who prospects finals mvp not just get the ring but be the mm. ring be the ring finals mvp oh man that's tough yeah so what yeah, i do that's, that's very tough i mean if you just looking at pure talent mm. uh, usually nba finals uh finals mvp is typically a two way uh it's a two way award uh cuz it's it's a bill russell mvp award yes, something like that yes the bill russell uh, mvp so it's a two way award which is it's both offense and defense so in that sense i would say maybe uh maybe jason tatum jason tatum both offense defense okay what about your favorite yeah. kuzma i could have sworn that i kuzma's <laughs> defense is not that great mm-hmm. i have to add but you know i mean nobody on the lakers plays defense yeah. so plus the lakers are not going to get to the finals for a while so also that yeah that's true <laughs> uh speaking of teams which may not get to the finals to now speaking of a former finals mvp mr kawai leonard mm-hmm. returning soon i can already hear your lips smacking returning against yes. dallas what do you what do you think did you catch yes. that video of his though by the way the karate video the karate, karate. One, yes <laughs> karate karate yeah, yeah no yeah. i'm excited very very excited uh mm-hmm. i i don't know how much it changes things for for the spurs i think the spurs are number 3 they're going to continue to be number 3 till mm-hmm. i think the end of the season um the only interesting part is who is going to be one and two and i think people will try their best to get one seat uh, they don't yeah so it'll be between houston and golden state uh yeah yeah cuz i think that will be like the most cuz you don't cuz both of them would Definitely. not want to be, meet the spurs in the second round uh so this is the first time i think two teams will highly contest to first be seed. uh you know the first seed first seed and one of my one of my sort of theories was that you know golden state probably will will uh-huh. try to be uh the second the seed because they would rather play the oh uh, yeah the, the third seed yes cuz uh-huh. i think they ha- they have a better chance of defeating like they are like an easy like they would find the spurs much more easier to defeat and if it would be like something like maybe a nuggets or mm-hmm. a new orleans pelicans or whoever comes uh in the fourth seed could could probably be a little bit more difficult but the spurs you know the spurs it's the same team we know how to defeat them let's go for it so uh so houston will really try to keep the first seed and so that's that's my thing is that i, 
it i don't think it changes anything for the spurs but it definitely changes definitely changes mm-hmm. a lot for everyone uh, and like what are your expectations kawhi leonard ba- like it'll take him a few games to get back to i guess speed but spurs yeah yeah i don't think it really matters right i just i just like i said it with the spurs it really does not matter kawhi leonard is going to come in he's going to average uh-huh. 25 points a game his usual six rebounds he's going uh, to defend like wha- crazy so it's just going to be the same thing i don't there's nothing he's not going to do anything spectacular he'll just be kawhi uh, whatever he, i think all the spe- yeah all the spectacular stuff he did it last year mm-hmm. he's going to have those games uh, you know i mean last year he just he was too much last year just single handedly just he single handedly took the spurs uh, uh, over the warriors with a 23 point lead before zaza did zaza things yeah but <laughs> yeah but you know the funny part really with, with Kawhi Leonard and when i was watching the spurs and i think uh, someone i don't know who wrote this mm. article on the ringer but they wrote a really good article about how this is the first time uh, greg popovich has to has to actually uh, coach someone who is who makes the rest of the team so bad so and he is right like ever since i have been following the spurs usually they have a very balanced team approach so uh, tim duncan goes out did you just talk about kawhi leonard that way like kawhi leonard making the mean? whole team bad no no let me uh-huh. let me yeah because he is so uh-huh. good at his position that the rest of the team like that's the reason why the team kind of just they had no clue when kawhi leonard was out of out of the floor they had Agreed, no clue yeah. what to do because he just mm-hmm. did so much both on the offensive and the defensive side that the the spurs natural tendency this whole game you know this whole team mentality uh-huh. just kind of shattered uh and it this that's never been the case because even when tim duncan was there uh tim duncan never had the ball in his hand right so he he wasn't the he wasn't the yes. the facilitator but because last year there was no tony parker uh, or he wasn't there for a lot of time most of the facilitation was done yeah. by kawai leonard so he had the ball in his hand for such a long time that he made the plays he did the plays he got the rebound he did everything and uh, this is the first time i think greg popovich has a player who is that talented and that good I think maybe Manu uh, Ginobili was one of them but was a second you know, Ginobili yeah, sort of he took the back seat took he this, was not as yeah he took the back seat like yeah he took the back seat he he said you know what I'm let, let Timmy do his thing I'll come off mm-hmm. the bench and do my thing uh, I mean Ginobili yeah. is have you ever wondered guy. like how Harden left OKC and went and became like James the beard Harden if Ginobili had ever decided to you know like split <laughs> oh yeah yeah easy you think he, he was he was hardened before hardened i mean you can't like he was hardened before hardened and he you know he was amazing like in the uh 2000 from like i think 2005 to 2007 like ginobili was probably the second best mm-hmm. shooting guard after kobe bryant so it just speaks what hmm so uh over the weekend i, th- I think we it happened just after the last episode Uh, the whole 76ers and brooklyn mm-hmm. trade where they sent okafor to brooklyn yes. i th- i think that was a good move for okafor at least and they sent trevor booker to yes trevor booker right not devin booker no trevor booker trevor booker to the 70 trevor 
Trevor Booker, Phoenix, not Devin yeah. Booker plays for. Yeah, so Trevor Sun. Booker, the one with the no looker Booker. Have you seen that shot of his, where mm. he just flips yeah. the ball into the net, off an out of bound play? Uh, okay, the yeah, yeah, I've seen that. so the father yeah. of the no looker Booker goes to seventy sixes. I think that is. I think this is one of those trades where I don't feel any team like you know lost out. Both teams got a very good player. I have very good for their role and I I think Trevoker very extremely underrated he's an extremely powerful guy man that guy just when he takes the ball I mean you know whenever I've seen him last year when Utah and uh, Brooklyn and all that he if he gets the ball he's one powerful guy he goes in finishes does his thing and I think it's an extremely good pickup for Philadelphia at least for this year I think they're going to they're going to really solidify that Eastern Conference place Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, well, I don't know if they're going to. They're out of the playoff run already. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I do think Okafor mm-hmm. is a very good player. I I really don't know what, like, why his market value mm-hmm. dropped so badly. Because uh, if you look at all his college highlights and whatever he played in the NBA, yeah, he played yeah. really well. But I think people always. forget this fact that like you know when you have these big men who play in college and and school they are dominant like you, you people mm. can't stop those guys because everyone else is like small right so when they go to the M- nba suddenly everybody is yeah. as big as them as strong yeah. as them as and and much stronger so it takes some time for like big guys like even I mean, I, for me also, like I used to be huge in <laughs> India, and then I went to the U.S. and I was just, I'm smaller than a point guard there, right? So, it it takes time for you to like adjust and like get to that level where, and he's not a small person. He's just he's used to that kind of environment where he was the main guy. He could score at will, just dunk on anybody he wanted to dunk on. So. I gen I genuinely feel mm. like big mm. guys need some time and some space to like develop. Definitely, I, he's and also pretty like young. I, I think he's big guys is just probably twenty one, twenty two. I don't think so he's that old. He's Oko been f- so he he's got a lot of time to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's twenty one or twenty two. Yeah, so he I think it's a it's a good place. Yeah, yeah, it's a good place where he can like, and he just needs some touches, right? Like he, whenever he was on court, he played really well. He played almost as good as Joel Embiid. in in some cases so i just i feel bad for the I, guy i think brooklyn is a I, great place for all for these up and coming people to go well. because they he plays uh, they, they've got all the freedom to do whatever they want i guess nobody has any expectations from yep. that team <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah speaking of no expectations i, I think it's yeah, very cool how crazy, i'm finding right? these segues maybe i should construct them better anyways speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of that uh clippers I think they got Teodosic back but I think I I think the best thing for them to do is just like give up this season. Uh, yeah, it's so why why, no, why, why I mean I read about it's some over. reports that yeah, there's over. talks with the Bucks to trade DeAndre Jordan there. It's just best for them to let Blake go, let DeAndre Jordan go, let the whole team go and start over again because this season is definitely out of the books and uh, looking at their Well, I mean, they can still probably make the playoffs. I think. I, I uh, really don't think they uh, can make the playoffs. That is close to impossible. 
No, I think they can make the playoffs. I mean, they're they're one they're one or two games away mm. from the playoffs, and everyone else in that category, which is like Utah, Oklahoma, uh, New Orleans, they're all playing very up and but down. But they have like, a healthy no one's side. Really, like dominant. I mean, they don't have uh, Clippers don't have anyone healthy who can run an offense. I mean, the, they won. It doesn't matter, right? They they no, they have they have decent players, man. If you go and look at their roster. right they have very good players but think about this right think about you having you coming yes. to the season doing all your practice you know doing all your the way you run your plays mm. everything with two or three players who are key yeah. and those two or three players go out it takes some time for the other people to step up you run plays for those and you're playing at the highest level of nba right so when you're playing it takes time at least two to three weeks mm. when you have a major injury to to go back to your winning ways for most teams right and especially teams that have that have built their offense around like a certain ideology or methodology uh-huh. uh, around a certain player uh, and there are very few teams that don't do that right spurs don't do that probably the warriors a little bit don't do that but every other team is built around their their core players and the clippers was built around Blake. paul and and blake and then paul went away So you have Blake, and then the entire off season they built their entire game game plan around Blake, and uh, uh, Pat Beverly, DeAndre Jordan, mm-hmm. and uh, Gallinari, and suddenly Blake is out. Suddenly Gallinari is out, and Patrick Beverly is out, and and Blake is out, and then they have to come up with a different game plan with who they have, and play against some of the best teams in the world. Like mm, it takes, but it's not do you easy, still think right? that? But, yeah. But if you're talking about 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 being a championship level team yeah i mean they they definitely have to look at certain things but i i really don't think that they need to deconst see they have Blake, they have yes. pitched their board to yes. Blake Griffin right they have already yes. paid him a shitload of money and he's a good he's a good player to to build your franchise around like he's a dominant player he he will give you your 25 10 mm-hmm. every day every day in and day out uh he sucks in a lot of the defense he's good defender so he's a good player to build your team around so i i wouldn't say you know completely scrap your team like i would say maybe uh think of you know getting players that are more reliable or interchangeable i i guess playing in la does so help because be you can convince people to come and play in more. la more than you can probably convince them to go and play in place like milwaukee or some other dust bowl place but Mm, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I I think they should. Yeah. I think definitely think that they should uh, do a complete rehaul because this thing. I, I I honestly think that they should just tell Doc Rivers, "Here's your money. Like, please leave us and take your son with you." But uh, that might be getting a little too personal for Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, sure. chill. Don't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> don't get back at me. That's what I don't say. Um. Uh, yeah. So. Speaking about endings, yes. Matt Barnes, our dear former Laker, former Clipper, former this, former that, he's a lot of former team guy. He has announced his retirement. Mm-hmm. Matt Barnes, though, yeah, I mean the only lasting image of him that I have is him trying to punk Kobe yes. Bryant and failing miserably to do it. Yes, that's a good video. But uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but Matt Barnes, yeah, I mean shout out to Matt Barnes. Like you were fun to watch. You had some. great moments i remember your moments on lakers as well as clippers which is crazy but 
Yeah, it, it was a uh, nice guy. He was like little crazy, little Ron Artisty, mad kind of guy. Mm. Uh, yeah, I did enjoy watching him. Yeah, shout out to uh, to Matt Barnes. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a real guy. Mm. Always I I hope he doesn't hear this and then decide that oh shit I'm not I'm going the Derek Rose way I'm also coming back I can't have Ballis Bay a- announcing my retirement. Yes, yes. <laughs> But uh, no, I think you know I think he's he's he he has very limited functionality in the game uh, and uh, mm. you know if if your if your core strength is is defense uh, you know you have to somehow maintain your body to be fast and and agile and. I don't think he was able to do that, and I think it it's a mm-hmm. good idea for him to to retire. But he did, he did have he he did have some good games, some good moments, especially that Kobe one was pretty good. Definitely, um, that was good for Kobe, not for him. <laughs> very good for Kobe, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, honestly, I, mean, I don't I don't yeah. realize I don't understand how Kobe did not react to it. How I mean that it's it's the most basic human reaction is to flinch. Yeah. or blink or just something. give a reaction that something happened to yeah. you nothing this app- like that my my can't punk kobe man fuck uh by the way they're retiring his jersey uh, well deserved of course i think both of Who, them mad bands no not mad bands man kobe <laughs> oh kobe kobe, kobe. oh we still talking about mad bands okay uh, kobe kobe bean brand we should have we should have a podcast one day about how kobe brand is overrated about how Kobe Bryant is overrated. Oh, lovely. I think we can do that next week because I, I think for the next week or so it'll be like really boring games. We don't have any marquee games coming up. So let's no, let's, let's one. do one of those about Kobe. I think Kobe. we have the Houston Spurs game on the 14th. Houston Spurs game is not uh, I mean uh, if Kawhi Leonard plays then fine. Otherwise this is going to be just uh, one of those shooting games where you know Houston will shoot like 50 points in the first quarter uh, or, or do some nonsense like that. I I'm okay. eagerly awaiting the Warriors Houston game because that is like two teams which don't give a fuck about anything else but they just want to shoot the ball get free and I, that will be one nice game to watch language language uh, my friend I, I'm language. gonna edit those parts out uh, there'll be bleeps everywhere not everywhere hopefully not everywhere <laughs> all right all right cool uh, so that's the end of yep. the episode all right thank you all for listening in and i mean yep. thank all four of you for listening in please come back uh, five five uh, call one of your friends and like let's make it 10 for the next episode all right cheers yeah. to that let's share share it uh, uh, yeah wait a minute wait a minute uh, if anyone wants to follow us on twitter uh, my man vinit devaya is uh, we, we'll link it somewhere like we'll put the name vinit i mean how do i spell vinit devaya just just V-I-N. link it man doesn't matter link it where okay uh, and you can follow of course me at nyan ashwin uh, which is a malu pronunciation so i'll link that also <laughs> else somewhere else <laughs> nobody right. cares about your twitter ashwin i i think the thunder of family will uh, do you actually have care. a thunder of family like do do you get people who of like of course i have a thunder of family who, who interact with you on thunder on twitter uh when when whenever i tweet about the thunder games yes i do get like uh, comments saying you know yes that is a very stupid opinion you have and i'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> then you should give them a link of, of our podcast uh, and say if you want more stupid uh, opinions uh, here you go <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah this is the one where i'm not the one giving opinions A- anyways all right see y'all at the next episode will be episode number 8 all right so uh, cheers guys. and love wow all right bye bye